the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN's News, I'm Jason Walker. Justice Department facing the biggest test in its history in the prosecution of former President Donald Trump as it navigates unprecedented conditions in America while trying to fight back against attacks on its own credibility. But Harvard Law professor, former professor Alan Dershowitz, offers his take on defense strategies the Trump legal team should be taking. I think they should begin with a change of venue motion to try to get the case out of the most anti-Trump district in all of the United States and away from a very anti-Trump judge. And he tells the Salem News Channel this indictment is a violation of freedom of speech. Probe continues in Idaho following a school bus accident that sent 30 kids to the hospital, 11 admitted, seven of them in critical condition. This is SRN News. Mark Levin explains the Democrats' demographic. The Democrat Party represents essentially two broad groups now. The extremely wealthy, white and not just white, athletes too, many of whom are black, but mostly white. You know, the Manhattan types, the Greenwich Village types, those people, and the very, very poor. The Democrat Party has given up on the middle class, as Marx put us in these classes, so I have to play along. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Stay tuned, another full hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network Headliner Edition with Mitch Berg coming up. Right now, a quick look at your weather forecast. Tonight's low, 67 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. Some rain tonight through into your early morning hours. Sunday, mid-70s is your high with some rain throughout the afternoon hours. Sunday night's low, 62. Stay tuned. Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg coming up in moments. It's AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. Jack Tomzak coming up at 3 o'clock today. He knows where the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics, and him and his cast of thousands are going to be digging them up for two solid hours. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And don't forget, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, together for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. The 2024 campaign is well in hand, even though the 2023 session is over. The 2024 campaign began, let's be honest, last November. And with us to discuss the activities as we head towards yet another round of elections, yet another most important election of our life, just like all of them seem to be over this last 15, 20 years, uh, Representative Walter Hudson joins us. Walter, as always, welcome back to the show. It is my great pleasure to be in the Patriot Studios once again. It's a, it's always a highlight of the week here. Now, I, th- I was expecting, anticipating a double yeah. highlight because yeah. one of our other favorite guests, Senator Lucero, uh, your your forerunner in your House seat, was originally scheduled to be here today. Now, he's not. I assume yeah. that this has something to do with his, his sport coat guy had a <laughs> shipment coming in from Belize or something. Uh, but I take it that's not the case. I am still damp from uh, the parade that we both walked in in Hanover (laughs) earlier, just a a couple of hours ago. And so basically it came down to one of us could come here and the other one had to stay back to tear down 
oh, uh, all of the materials from the parade. Ooh, so, Hanover, that's a hike. Yeah, he he drew the short <laughs> stick, and and I'm here with you today. So. Okay, well, it's all it's. Uh, I, I was afraid it was something like one of his sport coats got damp and mm-hmm. shrank, and someone is busy trying to take the jaws of life to him or something. But no, okay, it's just tearing down. Good. Yep. So you have an event. Obviously, fundraising never stops. Right. I mean, trying to trying to fight back against that fourteen to one spending disparity statewide is a never ending job as we talked about with that chairman hand before this you and eric uh senator lucero uh are are taking your shot at this as as it were uh shortly here uh tell us a little bit about the event you have coming up yeah so we've got an exclusive permit to carry class that we're going to be um doing next week it's on sunday i believe that falls on the 13th yes and uh it's exactly what it sounds like it's a permit legitimate permit to carry class being put on by an instructor. Now, typically, you pay to have somebody do your permit to carry. You're going to pay somewhere between seventy-five and hundred bucks, depending upon who it is and where it is. Yep. Well, we're asking for a hundred. Yep. And the cost of it is is being covered by a generous donor, um, and those proceeds are going to go to the Republican Party of Wright County to help elect Republicans in 2024. And so, if you're like me and you've somehow managed to let your permit lapse and you're ready <laughs> to to get it once again, or if you just need to re up. Um, and you want to kill two birds with one bullet, metaphorically speaking. Ba-dum-bump. You know, you can get your permit to carry and uh, help us elect Republicans in 2024, push back against these Democrats. And if you haven't gotten your PCR yet, your political ca- uh, contribution refund, you can end up actually getting that back because uh, we can do 50 per individual and 100 per couple. So if the money's coming from both you and the, the wifey, or if you want to bring her with, um, oh, yeah. you guys can get up to 100 bucks back. Okay, and and by the way, if your permit lapses out in the next year, the affidavit of completion is good for three, for for twelve months. So, right. if you're yeah, this is a great cause. If you need to go get it done anyway, yeah. and uh, I just got mine done, or I'd be thinking about it pretty right. hard actually. Well, and so I'm glad you mentioned that because two things. First of all, if you're interested in the class, go to hudsonformn.com. That's all spelled out. So Hudson F O R M N dot com. And right at the top of the page, you'll see the link highlighted and underlined and bolded. Sign up here for our exclusive permit to carry class. And if this if that isn't for you, if the class isn't for you, you can still come hang out with us. Five, six o'clock. We're going to have a barbecue in in the because this is happening at a residence. Okay. Um, And so we're going to have a barbecue get together. And uh, we certainly aren't going to turn down any contributions you might be willing to make at that time. Oh, barbecue. Suddenly you're speaking my language. uh, You know what I'm saying? I mean, between (laughs) bullets and barbecue, we got to be covering some base here. Merca. All right. Excellent. So so and this is a big issue. I mean, it's not necessarily necessarily the top issue for anyone in the state necessarily yeah. although in republican country out in wright county out yeah. in grant and candioe counties and so forth it's it's uh, uh this is a big issue and it's an issue where the republicans have taken some knocks where the good guys have 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 uh, had a couple of l's this last yeah. session here and we can't can't embroider that the dfl uh it could have been worse but the dfl had their opportunity and they ran with it here and the only reason by the way it wasn't worse was because gun owners and the Republican Party organized pretty well to hold back the worst of the depredations for now. But the good news was not good still in this past session here, uh, Representative Hudson. No, it's very much not. I mean, they passed a red flag uh, gun provision this past session and signed into law. And part of that includes the possibility for what they call an extreme risk protection order where your due process rights are just completely circumvented and and you're denied your constitutional due process rights because somebody claims you're a danger. Yeah. Um, And the, the other provision that they passed was effectively universal background checks, which are so onerous and severe that if my father-in-law, I've been I've been married. We just celebrated our 18th wedding anniversary. Um, and you know I've got two sons, 14 and 10. Yet even so, in spite of all that, if my father-in-law wants to pass on a hunting rifle to me, he has to put me through a background check because I guess he doesn't know who I am or yeah. can't, can't stand uh, to give any credibility or testimony regarding my character. So that's where we're at. We're at a place yeah. where. And sitting through the process, this entire session was extraordinarily frustrating. Um, But one of the highlights of frustration was sitting in the Public Safety Committee as these and other proposals that, as you state, um, would have been potentially even worse, certainly as bad, were being justified by their authors and by the Democrat majority. 
And what you come to realize is that, you know, they, they play this game of pretending like they're, they're care about gun owners and they care about the ability to maintain self-defense. Yeah. But the nexus of all of these provisions is to effectively make it legally hazardous and practically impossible to be a law-abiding gun owner in the state of Minnesota. Yeah. And by the way, in the Senate, when Senator Marty introduced his legislation, which is reflected legislation that the DFL introduced in 2018. And again, back to the last time they had the trifecta in 2013, right. in the 2013 session, which uh, in each case were bills that had they become law would have resulted in the confiscation of two thirds of the firearms in Minnesota, at least within a generation. I mean, when they when they tell you what they want in the form of legislation that doesn't come free or cheap, uh, to write, believe them when they tell you what they right. really want in the long term. They do want, I mean, when they say they're not coming for your guns, they're lying. They have yes. put it on paper three times in the last decade. They are coming for your guns. If they get their way, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like I say, the the net result of all of their proposals taken together is to create a scenario where if you ever actually use your gun for the purpose which you purchased it, which is to defend yourself, your property, your family, then you're going to be facing more legal danger um, than mo- a-, a lot of people, frankly, would be worthy to take on or willing to take on. Yeah. They basically want to put you in the position where you think, you know, I'd, I'd rather die potentially yeah. than have to deal with the aftermath of defending myself as a result of you know having my, my uh, finances ruined and my... Uh, good name destroyed and my family yeah. drug through, you know, it'd be cheaper to have a funeral for myself than to go through all that. Say what you will about Mike Freeman. And I don't say much good about the former Hennepin County prosecutor, but there were a number of self-defense shooters who managed to skate away without charges after defending themselves in absolutely by every possible standard, right. uh, righteous shootings over yep. the past 10 or 15 years here. Uh, people, people with law-abiding citizens with permits are defending their homes. Yeah. Mike Freeman, as anti-gun as he was, uh, knew the law and had at least at, at least was ethical enough to say, "I can't ethically charge this person." I have no such uh, such reassurance about Mary Moriarty or John Choi. Well, and I think we need to correct the record. And sometimes we do this as re- conservatives and Republicans, where we trip up and grant the Democrats too much benefit of too little doubt. So when we say that they are anti um, or gun or that they're for gun control, let let me rephrase that. When we say that they're for gun control, that they don't like guns. Yes. It's actually not true. Right. They don't like people like you and me having guns. Right. They're completely content for the gangbangers, the carjackers, the career criminals, the repeat offenders. They're entirely on board with all of them having guns. How do we know? Because they allow them to continue to go out into the real world and deploy those guns to engage in violence and assault people and steal from them without consequence. Now, those of you out there who are listening in the DFL selfie management office, uh, you, you can find that particular sound clip at two minutes, uh, 12 minutes and 40 seconds into this hour here. Please uh, do. Yes, by all means do. Uh, I, I would love it if the selfie management office were to post this particular uh, clip because, yes, that that is I mean, it's one of those things that in another time and era, people would hear this and say, well, that's kind of conspiratorial minded here. And, <laughs> look and, out your window. Look out your down window. the street. It is lit- they are literally uh, and this is this is fairly standard uh, tactic among extremists, especially of the far left, is to make it harder to be a law-abiding citizen yes. than it is to be a criminal, to make it more parlous, to make it more perilous to be one of the good people mm-hmm. than to be one of the bad people, to promote that sense of insecurity that, that makes people beg for more authority. Yeah, that- it, it's completely inverted, and yes. from a political standpoint, it's it's very easy for them, right, because when you assail people who have a natural tendency towards compliance, law-abiding citizens, yep. when you assail them with a nexus of legal hazard, yep. and then you you are extraordinarily lenient towards people who have no regard whatsoever for the rules or the laws or law yep. and order, yep. um, then that puts you in a position of least resistance, right? Because yep. the people who you actually are trying to control are going to be more likely to allow you to control them, yep. the law and order type or the law-abiding citizen type, and the people who... 
are difficult to control, well, you're not even trying, so you, th- you don't have to worry about that, right? So yep. it's it's a very inverted, up is down, black is white, good is evil um, type scenario that we find ourselves in. And it is a political tactic with actual history in the world. I don't want to get too eggheadedy on 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 history, but I, I study my German history of the 1920s and 1930s, and yes, the idea that German society was getting to be so hazardous for the people in the middle that uh, that, that people were going to get driven to one extreme or the other was definitely one of the tactics that, that both sides in the in the strife that led to the, the unfortunate happenings in Germany in the 1930s. That was that was on the agenda for both sides. Anyway, I, we're, we're getting way down the rabbit hole here, but uh, uh, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about uh, the ongoing campaign here and some other stuff that people need to be aware of as we head towards this as we as we head further into election season uh by the way 651-289-4488 if you have questions for representative hudson uh should you care to join us here uh, by the way if you dissent from either of us you get on the air first you jump the queue try that on minnesota public radio <laughs> we'll be right back and you can see no reasons because there are no reasons what reason do you need to who die Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Foundations Christian Academy believes in nurturing young minds, shaping hearts, and fostering a strong foundation in Christ. We are an affordable private Christian school in Ham Lake a passionate community dedicated to empowering families and inspiring students to reach their fullest potential. At Foundations Christian Academy, we recognize that parents are the primary educators in their child's life. That's why we have created a unique partnership model, working hand-in-hand with parents to provide a comprehensive Christ-centered education. Together, we strive to create an environment where your child can flourish academically, spiritually, and personally. Imagine a school where every subject is infused with biblical truth where your child learns the fundamentals of math, science, and language arts, and the timeless wisdom in God's Word. Our educational curriculum is thoroughly biblical, instilling godly character and values into the hearts of our students. Search for Foundations Christian Academy, Ham Lake, to discover the difference for your family. Dennis Prager here. Join us in Israel this fall. Soon, time will run out, and then you'll regret you didn't go, I promise. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. That's the name of the tour. We'll be visiting amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk on the street of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, float in the Dead Sea. In fact, you could even sit in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember deeply, fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of every site and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel tour. Sign up today to travel with Mike Gallagher and me this October. Call 855-565-5519 or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boom box that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You want to go to Israel? We got the hookup for you. Go to uh, am128thepatriot.com. Click on the Stand With Israel Tour. All you guitar players call. 651-289-4488 if you have half an urge to talk with Representative Hudson or myself or both. If you disagree with us, standing policy among the production staff is people who disagree with uh, get on first. So much as we love to have people agree with us or say, hey, love the show. You guys are awesome. That's great, too. But it's the people we disagree with. That, uh, that that really make it an interesting show. So by all means, if you disagree with either of us, 
you, the invite's right there, 651-289-4488. Uh, so, Representative Hudson, I think we, this is just barely on the agenda last time we had you on the show, but you spent some time in North Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, the website for you right now is Hudson4MN.com. That's Hudson4MN.com. Um, and, of course, we're putting out a plug for the Minnesota Republic Party and MNGOP.org. Anyway, back on subject here. You spent some time in, in North Minneapolis. What would you learn when you were there? What I learned primarily, my primary takeaway, is that the message, the voice coming out of North Minneapolis, by the time it reaches the ears of my constituents out in Wright County and most people who are probably listening to The Patriot, yeah. by the time it gets to you, it is heavily redacted. Meaning right. what? So, you know, you think about like a confidential document that is redacted and it's yeah. like they black out information that they don't want to have disclosed. So when you read a document like that, you're getting bits and pieces and you can kind of discern some of the flavor. But there are crucial components yeah. that are missing from that document. And in a similar sense, the the beliefs, the values, the needs, the culture of North is heavily redacted by the time it gets to most of us, yeah. um, folks who live outside of that community. And so the stuff that gets through, the stuff that we see is the woke, the the racialization. And the shot spotter um, maps. The shot, yes, the shot spotter maps <laughs> and things like that. Those are the things that we get to see. The stuff that gets redacted yeah. is the extent to which their values are our values. They, right. they believe in faith. They believe in family. They recognize the the importance of having an intact family, of having responsibility, of taking accountability for yourself. They'd like to have good education available for their kids. Implausible as that seems in right. Minneapolis. Yep. And and also there's an inherent, deeply held value of frankly, capitalism, of the hustle, right? Like everybody's got a hustle. Right. Everybody's trying to sell you something. I saw people on the side of the street selling snow cones out of ice coolers, right? Like, I mean, yeah. they're, they're trying to make it work. Yeah. And that part is not getting through. Yeah. And uh, a, a part of that is going back to the gun thing that we were talking about. And again, if you go to HudsonForMN.com, the top link you're going to see is an ability to sign up for our exclusive permit to carry class next week on the 13th. Um, if you're in North Minneapolis... Uh, Jacob Fry is telling you that crime has gone down. Right. Okay. He, what he's playing with there, yeah. okay, yeah. is the fact that if you look at very particular numbers for very particular sorts of crimes, the kinds of crimes that are lower priorities on the triage list, things like larceny and whatnot, yeah. those numbers have gone down. Yes. Why? <laughs> well, it might have something to do with the fact that people realize that when they call 911 for something that isn't an active murder, Yes. It's going to take at least an hour for the cops to show up, and even then there's not likely going to be much that they can do about it. Right. So they're not calling 911, yeah. right? Now, so the, the reports are going down, the numbers are going down, but the actual crime remains. Yeah. I, I have a hunch it's probably the same as, as reason as the, the, the fact that car accidents right. have dropped in Minneapolis. I had, a, I had a car. I got rear-ended on University Avenue last winter, and- Fellow got out, middle-aged guy, kind of like me. We had a good laugh. You know, he's he's a Packers fan. I'm a Bears fan. We had a little back. I said, should we call the cops? Right, <laughs> right, right. Hilarious. Yeah, similar idea with any crime that doesn't involve, as you said, active guns out or drugs being sold right that mo- moment. Moment. They, they they don't have the time or the effort or the or the manpower to get to it. Well, and even in those higher cases, they might not have the ability to get to it. Right. So That's everybody true. knows that. And what that creates is it creates a scenario where you know you're not going to get the protection that you are owed by virtue of your status as a citizen in the United States and a resident of the state of Minnesota. Right. You know you're not going to get the protection from them, right? which makes it all the much more important that you have the ability to protect yourself. Yeah. And this is something that folks in North understand. It's not a message that gets through to us. It's a message that gets redacted because the Democrats don't. The last thing the Democrats want is for the the idea of self-defense and yeah. taking care of yourself that is a sincerely held conviction amongst folks who live in North, th- that becoming a resident message that escapes the bubble of North Minneapolis. This is actually news to me, Representative Hudson, the fa- that that is a value in North Minneapolis that gets redacted. I, 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 realize, I can see where it could happen because I was kind of shocked when I, re- working with the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, uh, w- worked the booth at Pride Several years ago, mm-hmm. and it turns out 
that gay people are frequently very strapped up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because armed gays don't get bashed. This there is you go. They, they have probably more. I, I've seen the stats. So they have more per- permits per capita than the general population, which blew my mind. I did not know. And that gets redacted when you talk about the gay community. Right. I did not know this was also the case in North Minneapolis. Well, and, and it may, so, of course, you're familiar with the Reverend Tim Christopher. Um, Who isn't? Right. And and uh, he's part of an organization off the top of my head. I believe it's um, called, I forget what it's called, like Black Gun Rights or something along those lines. African-American Gunners. Uh, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. That sounds much more accurate. Yeah, that's right. That but so that's one example. But a lot of it is is just cultural, too, right? Like, what, yep. where do you think the gun culture comes from yeah. it comes from a desire to protect yourself yeah to be protected and so the point i'm getting after here is that there's an opportunity in these communities if you're willing to peel back the redactions which yes. requires you to actually go and talk to people <laughs> yes um then you realize that there's there's unmet needs there and and shared values there that provide us with opportunities and one of the ways that we're addressing that is through the new frederick douglas foundation fdfmn.org yes. Frederick Douglass Foundation this is an organization um, that is that is working to unredact those stories okay. and to to uh, take the noise out of the signal so that we can actually um, have a sincere robust comprehensive conversation about not all the things that make us different Right. But the things that very much make us the same. Yeah. And, and I ch- talked with you and I believe uh, Lacey Johnson about the uh, about the the, the the Frederick Douglass Foundation found yep. at FDFMN.org right. uh, a couple of months ago here. And I'm, I'm fascinated by the experiment. I look forward to doing it again sometime. That's uh, I'll put out there officially here. Uh, so far. so I, I'm looking forward to hearing more about this and uh, and more about Republicans actually going into places like the North Side and the Midway and actually having these conversations with people, something that, that Republicans don't get a lot of credit for. I mean, Mark Corrin has spent yeah. more time on East Lake Street after the riots and in North Minneapolis over the last few years than uh, I think uh, Bobby Joe Champion has by some counts. That's quite possible. <laughs> I, I had a conversation this past week. I spent about 45 minutes on the phone with Paul Gazelka. Yes. And I was unaware of the amount of work that he had done in yeah. this regard in terms of getting, going in there and building personal relationships and what have you. And so it's this is not a new idea. Right. Um, and, but it just requires it, it's it's having the bandwidth yeah. To do all the things that you need to do just in your own district, just in your own backyard yeah. is can be extremely difficult. But we need to carve out the time to, to make these missionary trips, if you want to think of them in those terms, yeah. uh, to, to connect the dots in other places. Absolutely. And, and this is something that I have made a pest of myself with statewide candidates for almost two decades now is – why aren't you spending more time in the city? And of course, it's been explained to me by staffers. You got a choice between a big dollar fundraiser in Minatrista and time spent talking with uh, shopkeepers on East Lake Street or, or West Broadway. Uh, you got to go where the money is. I, I get it. And yet the long term. Well, it's good to know that people are playing the long term game unsung as they may be. We we have some business we have to take care of. Of course, the uh, as we talked about with Chairman Han, uh, the GOP is doing a reboot at the headquarters here and yeah. uh, and showing the flag statewide, including, uh, we are told, a uh, town hall coming up just a little over a month away here, September 14th in Stillwater. Uh, it sounds like you have a stake in this one in particular, uh, Representative Hudson. Yeah, when I was talking about that whole bandwidth piece, I keep saying yes to things, and this is one of those. Yeah, that's right. Uh, town hall meeting in Stillwater on the 14th from 6 to 8 at the Stillwater Public Library. I believe that's the... Well, let's just say Stillwater Public Library. The, the one where they had the debate back in 2014, for those of you who live in CD4. Yes, yeah. that's the one. And, of course, you know, I grew up in Cottage Grove. I love the St. Croix Valley. and um, Oh, yeah. Love spending time in Stillwater, so that'll be fun. Absolutely. I'm, I might have to try and make it out for that, actually. That looks like it could be a fun event here. I was thinking about it before, and, and now I'm really likely to put it on my calendar. So stay tuned for that. And this is one of 10 town halls coming up around yep. the state. 
Uh, it sounds like you're on the hook for one of them so far. Although I, I've got a bunch of stuff on the calendar. I I don't know what I'm doing any further out than 24 hours at any given moment, <laughs> but I, I always write it down so that I know it's coming up. Okay, if 24 hours is all we get, what's the next 24 hours in the campaign life of Walter Hudson looking like? Well, the next the next 24 hours for me at this point, like I'm going from this to reuniting with my family. <laughs> it's oh, that's right. Because I've been, as you are probably aware, I've been in Virginia this week at a simulated convention of states. Oh, boy. I just came from a parade. Yeah, me and management had a lot of fun with that convention. we got to talk more about that here. And uh, the the work never ends. Speaking of which, either just paying the bills, you and Senator Lucero hosting a carry permit class uh, coming up shortly. Details briefly. We've got about 10 seconds. HudsonForMN.com. That's HudsonForMN.com. Right at the top of the page, underlined and bolded. Click the link to sign up for our exclusive Permit to Carry class. This segment was stuffed as full as possible. Representative Hudson, thanks. As always, let's do this again. Go Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go now. I'll be right back. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Now, almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. For over a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. More than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. It's also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. A new bill in Congress would ensure this free, reliable service remains in cars. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. I overdosed on heroin, and I lived. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. My desire to change had finally outweighed my desire to stay the same. I felt powerless for so much of my life. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if if they can think it, they can do it. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. For the first time, I, I finally feel like I'm exactly where I should be, where I want to be. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. $525 is a cost to empower one woman to save their baby at Robbinsdale Women's Center. Did you know that last year, 279 moms chose life for their unplanned pregnancy? You can support RWC by donating a one-time gift of $525 or $44 a month to save a baby. Donate at rwcinfo.org. Empowering a mom saves her child. Give today to make a difference at rwcinfo.org. AM 12A, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-448. Don't forget, Salem News Channel, snc.com, the place to go for, well, the news. Not filtered through a bunch of mainstream media BS. Perhaps you've heard... The Barbie movie was a big deal. Perhaps you also heard from uh, commentators like Jack Posobiec uh, or or Ben Shapiro, for example, that it was a terrible, terrible movie full of woke symbology that is basically the movie equivalent of Bud Light's uh, woke campaign. You heard wrong, and I'll tell you why. And and, and with it, it, it's interesting because... 
Earlier in the show, we talked about the fact that surveys are currently showing that young Minnesotans are leaving the state to go to college. And let's be honest, they're staying gone. Young Minnesotans are leaving the state in general to go to college and to work after they get out of college. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, I mean, this is the opposite of the way it used to be, at least for me. I originally moved here because it was a place with opportunity where you could afford to live if you weren't you didn't have a degree in petroleum engineering. Not sure why you'd move to Minneapolis with a degree in petroleum engineering. Computer science or electrical engineering, take your pick. Some high-dollar degree that I did not have with my BA in English, let's be honest. Uh, it used to be a good place to move, a great place to move, if you were someone like, well, me back in the day. It's not anymore. Now, what's the link between this and the Barbie movie? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll frame this by... A, a tweet that came out from DFL representative Jamie Long. Jamie Long, I, who, by the way, the parallel, uh, he's, by the way, the Minnesota House Majority Leader for whatever reason. And the parallel is not that Jamie Long is basically the human equivalent of a Ken doll. I mean, with extra arrogance thrown in. No, it's because of what he said. I try and take the high road here and I shall do the same. Now, I'm taking the high road. Uh, Jamie Long, in regards to the story about kids leaving Minnesota to go to college, uh, tweeted, I believe this was yesterday, maybe the day before, quote, is the GOP right that it's older, rich folks leaving Minnesota? Nope, it's students. Well, actually, it's both. (laughs) The IRS says that older folks in the productive years and with money are leaving the state and simultaneously students are hitting the exits. But Representative Long, the majority leader, went on to say, quote, this year's Minnesota legislative uh, legislature passed policies that will actually, in caps, help young people here. Now, what are these proposals that will help young people? Free college? We'll believe that when we see it. Reproductive rights, legal cannabis, better transit and (laughs) affordable housing. Now, Free college would certainly be a benefit, assuming it happens. Let's uh, let's put a pin in that and see how that works, because I will believe that when I see it. But that's right, folks. If you're an 18-year-old wondering where you're going to go to college, if your choice is being driven by where you can get an abortion, where you can get weed, and where you can catch the bus then your priorities for a higher education may need some addressing. Just just saying, just speaking hypothetically here, but this touches on something a little larger. And this is where, other than the whole Ken angle, which, again, I'm not going to go there because I'm a high road kind of guy. Uh, and I would never compare Majority Leader Long with a human Ken doll. But I will say this. There, there is, there is a comparison, and and what we've done here. Let's just look at what Representative Long did real briefly before we go to my review of the Barbie movie, because there are parallels here. What Representative Long has said that that what college kids need are a bunch of material goodies, a bunch of things that contribute to life. If you, if you satisfy people's material needs or more importantly material wants then life will improve if you just approach life as a matter of pure materialism satisfy their their wants after you've satisfied some of their needs or at least the needs that that are made politically palatable to you then you win now, how does that tie in with the Barbie movie? Well, I'm glad you asked. Thank you. I, 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 <laughs> I, re- I went to the Barbie movie this past week, and I, and I got to say, I wouldn't have done it if Jack Tomzak hadn't said, Mitch, you got to go see this. Now, once I heard that, I, and by the way, he said, you got to go see this on purely conservative grounds. And when I heard that, I thought, well, that sounds like an interesting challenge. Let's, let's give it a shot here. And, uh, I had reservations, and I posted these on social media uh, earlier in the week last week. I, I, I think one of the dumbest, 
laziest tropes in modern entertainment is the trope that is everywhere, especially in advertising, but also in movies, that shows males above the age of 16 as being either useless, depraved, uh, a a bunch of lacrosse-playing bro dudes who eventually wind up being the villain, or if they're above the age of 40, the villain, or if they're under the age of 30, ineffective, simpering little simps who are worth nothing without the woman in their lives, who are the ones who do the butt kicking and the plot moving and in so much entertainment, not to, not to mention nearly all advertising. And by the way, this is not, uh, th- this is an example of equal opportunity in the sense that young black and Latino men and Asian men are equally subject to being portrayed as the simps, the bro dude, and the villain, if they're above the age of 30 or so. So I had my reservations, but I, I sat on those, and by the way, I made a point of not partaking of any of the other reviews, like, say, Ben Shapiro's scathing excoriation of the movie, which I did listen to after I went to the movie. And and I will say, by the way, Ben Shapiro, brilliant, brilliant man, right about so much stuff, covering the Hunter Biden story better than anyone else in the country, as he's covering most social issues better than everyone else in the country. But he got the Barbie movie wrong. Now, with my reservations spelled out, I so I'm going to go and take a look at this here, and I'm going to go take a look at it from the perspective I look at everything, all art, all literature, all music, all movies. Which is to say, I mean, I was an English major, and like all English majors, I analyze things. I look for the story behind the story, the the symbols, the allegories, the references. I'm one of those tiresome people who over-intellectualizes things from the perspective of people who don't do this. The thing is, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of story behind the story in the Barbie movie. Now, the story itself, if you're an eight-year-old girl and, and if you have an eight-year-old girl in, there, in your life, they'll have a blast. And if you're the mother of that eight-year-old girl and you have memories of playing with Barbies, you'll have a blast and you don't have to think about any of this symbology or any of this social uh, social impact of this movie, the social aspects, I should say, of this movie. But it's there, and if you are a, conser- if you are a cultural conservative, uh, there are a lot of uh, things that you should be able to sink your teeth into with this movie, because God knows I did. So let's start off at the top here. People on our side of the cultural fence who've never seen the movie Let's just start off with the three assumptions. Uh, First of all, people assume that it's woke. And it's not a bad assumption. I mean, with anything from Hollywood these days, which has been destroying beloved franchises for nigh on 20 years now. So it's not an unreasonable guess. Oh, yeah. And and the idea that it trashes men. Uh, On the surface, it does. But there's a reason for that. And it ties closely into... uh, Representative Long's statement. And, oh, and by the way, there's another aspect to this that ties even more closely into what uh, Representative Long said. Uh, Michael Knowles had a great review of the Barbie movie in which he disagreed with his uh, label mate, Ben Shapiro, about 180 degrees. Absolutely nailed the fact that this movie is not a woke fest. Now, Jack Posobiec, someone whose opinion I agree with about 40% of the time, focused on the opening scene of the movie uh, where, and I won't, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but it starts out with N- Helen Mira narrating over a scene of a bunch of little girls playing with dollies and pointing out that throughout all of history, little girls have played with dolls and those dolls are almost always babies, which means they are always mothers. And then came Barbie. And there's a scene where you see the little girls smashing their dollies uh, heads over their tea sets, and you could see this as a parable for uh, as a symbol that they're they're supporting abortion. And you'd be right if you ignored every other part of the movie, which shows uh, parallels of what third wave feminism, the whole. When I say third wave feminism, I'm talking about the part of feminism that believes uh, a woman without a man is a fish without a bicycle. That's kind of what Barbie world is. World where men, like Ken, are completely superfluous. We will come back to that. 
And I won't give any spoilers, and, and time is flying here, but I will say this. If you look at that initial scene where the little girls are smashing the babies and think, oh, it's a movie about getting rid of babies, you're about one quarter of the way to the truth. Now, you take that scene, and another scene a few minutes later where they're introducing all the Barbies in Barbie world, and they point out that Midge, the pregnant Barbie, was discontinued after about a year. In other words, reference to women having children got... (laughs) Shuffle right out of there. And take those scenes and put them up against the fact that the main motivating character is America Ferreira, who plays a harried mother who used to play with Barbie dolls. And the closing scene of the movie that I will not spoil for you, but it's the last line of the movie. You take that and put that up against the initial scene. And this is not a woke movie suddenly. This is a movie that says, wait, Third wave feminism, a woman without a man is like a fish without a bicycle feminism, is wrong. Or it does not have all the answers. And let's take a break and a breather on that. So that's the first part that I want to, uh, to, to, to assail. But when we come back, we'll take a break and come back to how Jamie Long, Representative Long, arrogant DFLer of God knows where out in the burbs, is wrong about... <laughs> And actually is 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 hammered by the message of this movie. When we come back, Northern Alliance AM twelve A the Patriot. From Glencoe to New Mexico and Apple Valley to Napa Valley, Intelligent Radio. We're where you are. Stream AM twelve eighty the Patriot at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. It's not over. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. I'm Marian Kuharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Our messages feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy assistance. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. Please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit MakeMeAFirefighter.org. AM 
AM 12A, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Ooh, time's a waste, and we got a lot to fit in. i got 12 minutes of show into eight minutes of program here. I'll have to get working. Anyway, by the way, Elephant in the Room, my band, playing uh, a week from Friday. That's the 18th at the Bloomington VFW. And then uh, two weeks from today to 26th. Is this two weeks from today? No, it's three weeks from today. Uh, at Big Guy uh, Barbecue Roadhouse in uh, North Hudson, uh, Holton, just across the river in Stillwater. First time out there. I love this place. This is going to be a blast. I hope you can join us out there. We are going to have so much fun out there. By the way, the food is mwah, lit out there. Uh, so love it. Elephant in the room, uh, busy. I mean, we're, we've are we got two weekends off, but uh, starting the 18th, back at Bloom. By the way, our good friends at Retro Soul are playing a benefit at Immaculate Conception in Columbia Heights. What's it a benefit for? I have no idea. doesn't matter. If uh, Retro Soul's playing there, then, uh, no, I'm sorry, it's not right. It's Rubber Soul. It's a Beatles tribute band. That's right. I remember now. It's uh, a Rubber Soul. Retro Soul is also a great band that's also out there. But Rubber Soul, great Beatles tribute band, is playing a benefit at uh, Immaculate Conception for something that deserves your attention and money. Hope you can make it out there. I'd love to make it out there. I'm kind of tied up tonight. Anyway, uh, check it out. It's Immaculate Conception. Go there. You'll be glad you did. Anyway, talking about the Barbie movie. Now, let's step back. Representative Long, uh, House Majority Leader, uh, DFL, not a Ken doll, literally, uh, said, really, what matters for keeping kids in Minnesota is giving them stuff, which, by the way, is the DFL's prescription for everything, because leftism sees all human beings as consumption machines whose needs need to be met, basically like training puppies. That's how the DFL sees humans, like little puppies that need to be trained. Now, I'm talking about the Barbie movie here. And the things that I thought were just spectacular about this movie as a conservative. And if you've been listening to Ben Shapiro or Jack Posobiec, ignore them. They're wrong. Michael Knowles is right about this one. And uh, by the way, the male bashing, it's true as far as it goes. And if you just look at the surface, it's kind of insulting to men. But you have to look beneath the surface. There's a story behind the story. As, as the director, Greta Gerwig, points out. Uh, who, by the way, is a fundamentally fairly conservative director. I don't care what Ben Shapiro says. Ben's wrong about this one. I dare say that. How it treats men, or Ken, uh, is the vehicle for all men, singular and plural. Yeah, men are treated as vapid and ineffectual and impotent and pointless. And that's the point. And it may be one of the movie's most brilliant points, by the way, as a critique of feminism. Because let's step outside the movie and talk sociology. What is it that every sociologist who matters says about young men today? That they lack purpose. That they lack meaning. That, that, that they've had a lot of the, the traditional values and roles that masculinity used to give young men taken away or at least devalued terribly. And those are young men today, including mating with the opposite sex. As women get to be more powerful in society, they are wanting men who are their equals or, uh, or, or socially high. That's an evolutionary fact, by the way. And they're turning up their nose at more young men who, for their part, are turning to video games, to pornography, to, to mindless hedonism and pointless violence in some cases. I mean, why are all these young men in, in the city carjacking it? Gives them something to do in life, some channel for their masculinity. Because society sees them as being about as useful to the world as, what was the metaphor that third wave feminism uses? Oh, yeah. As a bicycle is to a fish. Again, no spoilers, but that modern bit of sociology about the devaluation of men flopping around without purpose and then wondering what that purpose should be. And it's parallels with young men's and their young men and their struggles today. That's the point of the Ken character, and it, it's it's subtle. And yet, if you miss it, you're trying to miss it. I, I swear. When you watch the movie and see the arc of the Ken character's behavior throughout the movie, keep that in mind. So, 
let's tie this into Representative Long, who, again, like all DFLers, thinks that the way to deal with humanity is to give them the things they need and beyond that, some of the things they want, and they'll be satisfied and they'll be good, well-trained little puppies. And right there, the big theme of the movie is how very important, I'll just cut straight to the big chase of home, which I haven't seen another reviewer that, that's really picked up on to this extent. The big theme of the movie is how important purpose is to life. Barbie world reflects modern society for women in that everyone has all the material wants met and has all the affirmation they need from the perspective of, of the brand of feminism that believes uh, that, that, Children are, are, are an option and, and an, an impediment and an interference, and that men are, well, again, like bicycles are to fish. But as Barbie discovers very slyly, very subtly, that life has no purpose. That purpose has been made into more of a diversion, more of a rabbit hole. And, and it's when and how Barbie and Ken discover that humans, as opposed to dolls, literally figuratively, are more than just mindless consumers of goods and products and services and information, but in fact, people, souls, who need to have purpose in their lives to be fulfilled to be to feel like they're whole to get to past the middle part of their lives feeling like like something matters in their lives i mean barbie says it in as many words all of a sudden the barbie doll in the perfect <laughs> living in the perfect barbie doll house again no spoilers but drops in this innocuous little aside about oh suddenly having thoughts of death this does not happen in barbie world this is a strange occurrence, almost like finding a pyramid of human skulls in the middle of the Lake Harriet Flower Garden. It sticks out like a sore thumb. And this is, in fact, the point of the movie, the point that Jack Posobiec, in his infinite wisdom, and Ben Shapiro, in his actual wisdom, missed completely or ignored looking for clicks, which is entirely a possibility. The fact that the Barbie movie points out that what's missing both from the 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 wor- in the world of the 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 f- woman without a man is like a fish without a bicycle feminist crowd and the men that are cast aside by society because of that view. The thing that they all miss is, is purpose. There's more to life than having your needs met. There's more to being a college kid than getting weed and abortions. There's purpose. There's goal. There, there's a, a path in front of you that's worth following. There's something that makes life worth living. Something that Greta Gerwig gets and Jamie, not at all a Ken doll, long misses that makes the movie worth seeing and that makes fighting against people like long worth doing. There we go. I got the whole hour in. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. going with all those towels it's pouring out there so the basement's gonna get wet again mom dad we need the bucket don't you remember that we had standard water control stop by last season our basement's been dry ever since yep best money we've ever spent i'm really glad we called them standard water control is your basement solution company specializing in basement waterproofing foundation repair egress windows and radon mitigation visit standardwater.com today standardwater.com Foundations Christian Academy believes in nurturing young minds, shaping hearts, and fostering a strong foundation in Christ. We are an affordable private Christian school in Ham Lake, a passionate community dedicated to empowering families and inspiring students to reach their fullest potential. At Foundations Christian Academy, we recognize that parents are the primary educators in their child's life. That's why we have created a unique partnership model, working hand-in-hand with parents to provide a comprehensive Christ-centered education. Together, we strive to create an environment where your child can flourish academically, spiritually, and personally. Imagine a school where every subject is infused with biblical truth, where your child learns the fundamentals of math, science, and language arts, and the timeless wisdom in God's Word. Our educational curriculum is thoroughly biblical, instilling godly character and values into the hearts of our students. Visit learnatfoundations.org. That's learn, A-T, foundations.org, to discover the difference for your family. 
What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Join me to Rally to Read 100 Books. Reading is Fundamental invites you to visit rallytoread.org today to learn about our reading campaign. Join the pledge to read 100 books. Hear your child's favorite authors read their books. And find activities to keep young readers motivated. Teachers can also enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school, subject to rules. Visit rallytoread.org today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.